0: Back, back,
1: back from the dead, back, back, back from the dead. Back, back, back from the dead Good evening, paranormal peeps. It is yours truly, Crystal Leandra with Ghost Girl Diaries. And tonight I have my lovely co host, Elfie Music, with me. And I'll bring her in in just a minute. But what's a Friday night without a podcast? So, this is a paranormal podcast for those of you that are brave enough to join the circle gonna be an awesome night cat is modding on all channels so she'll be able to chat with you guys if you're live tonight and I hope you notice behind me the ghost girl logo okay is floating at my head right now <laughs> So basically I got a green screen and I was able to make this into a green isn't that awesome what although the funny part is is that my if you've been on social media with me today, I did, like, a very bright, like, alien green eye eye look with, like, graphic liner. (laughs) It's not showing up because of the green screen. I was really scared I was going to look like an alien, okay, with, with, like, my eyelids missing. But it it, it worked out. So if you see my eyelids glistening (laughs) right now, it's because the green screen. But it kind of looks cool. You know, I wish it was like that all the time. You know what I mean? And now I'm going to bring in... Elfie music. Hello, Elfie. Hello. How's it going? How's it going? Another thing with this green screen though, guys, if you, if you're mm-hmm. paying attention is that my tongue is red. I don't know why it looks like, I look like a vampire right now. Okay. I look like i been <laughs> feasting on, you know, a body or something I haven't. So if you see blood, it's not okay. It's just, it's just life. You know, speaking of that, you just need the fangs. <laughs> yeah, I just need the fangs. I'm, yeah, I'm already a vampire, right? Like, Man, literally. it looks so cool. Do, oh, did you see it? Doesn't that look awesome? Um, oh, yeah. Oh, my
0: th- God. Also, with the fangs, that could be a whole new look for you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: think so, Alfie. But speaking of fangs, I, I want to, like, I, I just love tea. And, like, you know, when we do our mm-hmm. streams, we all, like, you know, we have a few things we want to talk about. But speaking of blood and fangs... Uh, Megan Fox, um, did an interview stating that her and, uh, MGK, uh, drink mm-hmm. each other's blood. I don't know if you heard that. Oh,
0: yeah. I think I heard, wait, I remember hearing about that. Do they carry around each other's blood or <laughs> do they drink it? I don't know. I don't know, man. No, I remember because I remember, oh, it was, and. Was it Angelina Jolie and Billy Ball Yes, they would carry vials of each other's blood around. Mm -hmm. So, Bang Fox took the extra step and they just drink each other's blood. Yeah, and (laughs) I
1: just wanted to state something of just my knowledge. You know, they claim to be twin flames. I don't really think they are, I'm going to be honest, because. They met really sporadically on a movie set. Remember a twin flame journey mm-hmm. is like it happens and then you separate for a long time and it's not guaranteed you come back together. Like it's a complicated mess. Usually when you do meet your twin flame, you trigger each other to the point where you almost hate each other. Cause you're literally mirroring each other's bad qualities. Um, but anyway, she's kind of been toting it a little bit. Like it's a twin flame thing. Let's not mm-hmm. get that mixed up. Okay. Drinking each other's blood is essentially a satanic you know, ritual, let's just be honest. And that is not something that we, you do as a twin flame. I just don't want people to think that that's what you're supposed to do. Like, oh, I found my twin flame. Let, let's cut each other open no, and yeah. drink it. You know what I mean? You, you don't need to do that.
0: <laughs> I, I think Morris is more is just more they they're, I feel personally, they're just playing up for their, just the like, oh, we're that strange couple and everything. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, it's not like Hollywood hasn't already, Seeing fair share of strange couples where they really ham it up for the cameras because they're like, we know we know already that you're going to take one little thing and like blow it out of proportion. Why not make it as
1: strange as possible? Because you'll be talking about us now. It is shock factor. I think they like oh, totally. shock factor for sure. But anyway, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, that's not normal. Anyway, <laughs> to <didn't> address that,
0: <laughs> I mean, it's honest. You're consenting adults and understand, but it's not a requirement.
1: It's not a requirement, L.P. Oh, my oh, God, just dead. Just be consenting adults. Just be consenting and, you know, make sure you don't have to go to the hospital for blood transfusion. You know what I'm saying? You just don't want to go too far. you a got to find that balance. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, now, one thing I wanted to touch base with you about, you know, because I love getting your opinion. I think that everybody likes to hear your side of it, too, because it's kind of funny. Like Elfie and I have a really cool relationship because I think she admires what I've done with YouTube. And then I admire her for what she's done with paranormal state. So it's just a really equal relationship. And I love that because we both had a lot of experience in different capacities. So, um, you know, last week Kat and I talked about getting out of our last contract (laughs) and you were, you were part of the contract and, um, you know, no names, no names of <laughs> anybody, but, um, you know, I'm sure you can also say that was probably one of the most hellacious, uh, negotiations you've ever been through. And I just kind of wanted to get, I want you to just chat about it. Like you've also <laughs> experienced inequality, you know, with misogyny in this industry of film and paranormal, you know, just put in your two cents of like, you know, it, it's not as easy as people make it out to be.
0: No, it's not, and I mean, it's okay. So, like with TV shows in general, it's not an easy thing. Like they, you, you they make it sound like at times, like you just get discovered, and like next week you're, you're you got an episode going on and everything you got a TV show, and it's all just falls into place. That's not how it works. They just make it look like that. It's a lot of behind the scenes negotiating and renegotiating and figuring out what to do and how you want to present this and all the flash and everything. So, but then, like you said, put on top of our layers, like you're trying to, we're trying to sell this show that is, I don't know if it's just like, they're like, what do we do with this? It's like, we are telling you what to do with this. How hard can it be? Yeah, we
1: have been told (laughs) now that you've been with us as a witness, we have been told over and over as Ghost Girl Diaries that we were, we are almost too innovative is what we've been told Mm -hmm. is that we are beyond ahead of our time. I and thought that was a good thing. I, yeah, you yeah. know, like I thought <laughs> equality was a good thing. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. in more capacities than one, like we tote a lot, not mm-hmm. only women in film and women in paranormal, but Elfie, we've always talked about this, represents LGBTQ. I'm indigenous. Cat is um, Hispanic. Like we have a really good mixing pot going on here to sell. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just, it's strange. But, you know, you were, you did what, like, 68 episodes or something crazy with paranormal state. Right. Yeah. And it's not easy getting re-signed that many times and it's still complicated. Like there's preliminary negotiations mm-hmm. and then there's another, like, so there's many contracts throughout the whole ordeal. <laughs> so you have like your first little contract, which is like a mm-hmm. seller's contract with them saying they're going to try to sell it for you. Then you get in another contract with, like, the networks so that when one network's interested, you can't negotiate with another network. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. literally an insane process, isn't it?
0: Oh, yeah. You jump, basically, you're jumping from one hoop to the other because it's like, okay, you talked with us, now you got to talk with them, now you got to talk with them, and so on and so forth. And and especially, it's a whole different ballgame because we're dealing with a reality docu-series, unlike, like, a scripted fictional series two different beasts all together mm-hmm. so it's it's just aggravating how long it's like it's one of those like hurry up and wait but now we want it yesterday it's like which is it
1: it <laughs> is that was what we went through too which was we had a while most of the responsibility fell on me thank god because mm-hmm. um, i would never want to put you guys through what i went through um, but yeah they're like you, you know, hurry, hurry hurry so you like have to you have 48 hours to like get this thing done and then yeah. it's finally done whatever it is they have different tasks like it, it's all film related negotiations or or locations you know whatever
0: yeah and then you get oh yeah it they done. want all this stuff in like yesterday and they're like great and then it's like don't hear from them for like how long yeah
1: <laughs> well and now that's the worst part is when you you know normally and you and I have talked about this before is Mm -hmm. they either want you or they don't. There's no middle ground.
0: No, there there really isn't and it's 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 sometimes I think it is sometimes it is hard to tell because it's like, oh yeah, this is awesome. It's like, okay, are you like are you telling me the truth or are you just like going like, yeah, let's throw this to the back, but we'll say like we like this. It's like, do you actually like this or not? Just tell me to my face.
1: We got stuck in a contract last year and we talked mm-hmm. about that last we You know, Kat and I talked about that. And that's why I wanted Elfie to put in her two cents and, um, that you've never been in a contract that long. I mean, a year is a normal time period for a seller's contract. We yeah. had moved to the point with ghost girl diaries where we were negotiating with networks. Mm-hmm. When you get to that point, Okay. It is shit or get off the pot. There is no waiting. It usually it, right. I'm gonna, I mean, it's true.
0: <laughs> no, it, it is true because well, because there's it is there's a lot of kind of like wind time windows that you have to like they have to meet because there's the pre production production filming post editing and they need to get it into certain times because even though it feels like these days with streaming there is still a season time frame for shows so they want to get the show in at certain times so it's then released for like a like fall or spring release so it's like what are you doing where there's like the window is not that big
1: you're dragging your feet yeah well and then there's fiscal year um so every Mm -hmm. year depending on uh the network they'll release a certain amount of new funds for Mm -hmm. new shows so this is going back to talking about zach he was just approved for doing a bunch of multiple series right like outside of ghost adventures so basically discovery not not just travel channel the umbrella of discovery said we are setting aside i'm assuming millions of dollars if he's doing multiple. yeah no easily our budget for ghost girl diaries for season one um, for what we were asking for was about a million dollars. So it's, it spent really easy. You have to remember you have mm-hmm. salaries for camera techs and you have to have money for per diem, which is per day. You're, you're paying the staff. You have to, um, it's cost of staying, paying for security. I mean, all of that stuff adds up really, really fast. And the crazy right. part about our budget is that we actually have a lot of equipment that we don't even have to include in our budget and it's still a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But you also have to compare one season of paranormal. The first season is always the most expensive because obviously if you're buying an RV to travel, you're not going to be mm-hmm. buying a new RV every season. So first season is always the worst.
0: Yeah. All the basically upfront, like you said, equipment, sound equipment, recorders, cameras, every, basically everything. If if the group doesn't already have it, it has to be purchased.
1: And the and two most expensive <laughs> things are usually not equipment; it's usually post-production salary, yeah, and talent salary. So for us, it would be paying Elfie, Cat, and I to be there because we have an established audience, mm-hmm. um, which is negotiable. And usually, you can negotiate the talent salary down first if you need to get a lower budget, because mm-hmm. what we want to do is be willing to financially you know, get it funded so that we can at least get, if we get season one done, we're like good to go. You know what I mean? Like we're smooth sailing. We're no, we know we'll get signed for a second season, but you know, you get these, this is what I wanted to Elfie to kind of, to chat about because she gets it. Um, and, And not that I'm discrediting Kat. Kat's been in negotiations with me too, but Elfie has been in the game honestly longer than I've been in film. And you know, at the end of the day, you are asking old white men for a lot of money and they are the ones in control of it at the networks and they're investors, they're, um, executive producers and, um, asking, especially the way we were, you know, our production company was pitching it. Like we were three witches sitting around on like the movie, the craft on a beach Summoning whales out of the ocean. You know what I mean? Like, I mean? The beach sounds nice. I mean, nighttime beach sounds really nice. Just the I beach. Think. Okay, but I don't want to kill any whales. Okay, like
0: I no, like it. I but um it was like, wait, are we going to have suddenly a bunch of sharks? Like, wash up because that would be very sad that, that would be, be very sure. upset do that. yeah
1: please don't but it was like we Elfie and I talked about it when they were pitching us like this and we were like you're not listening this is not going to sell we knew that no one was gonna buy this series like that unfortunately people are still against witchcraft it's not also by the way we're trying to sell a paranormal series here not a witchcraft show and it was almost like Elfie was really pissed guys like she was really <laughs> peeved because she was like, you know, Crystal's gothic, she's not even really a witch, and like you know, Cat and Elfie, they practice witchcraft, but they're like, my aesthetic shouldn't be like something that you can make money out like, go ahead, I'm gonna let you rant because I know you need to get this out." <laughs>
0: oh, that was that was the thing. There's a difference. I feel like there was, I don't know if there was a confusion or just like mis, but I feel like there's a difference between there is a witchy aesthetic where it's the vibe of whatever um, uh, 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 kitschy, dark, gothic type thing. But but there's a difference between that and actual practicing witchcraft. I mm-hmm. mean, witchy aesthetic would be what you see on Instagram or TikTok and everything of that visual with the, the Book of Shadows and the incense and the candles and, and the rocks and everything. That's the beautiful aesthetic, but that's not most actual practitioners' day-to-day life that's just a visual thing and i can see as like oh i can see the aesthetic be thing because i i can see it's like enjoying that but it doesn't equal then you must be witchy it's like no not all of us are witchy
1: well, um, yeah, you don't, you, yeah, you're not even have, like, the, I mean, I have, like, the super black wardrobe, and, like, black, you're not even, like, neither cat. I mean, Kat wears black, but she still does her little earth witchy thing, she likes her greens, and her, like, neutral tones, they were just trying to sell us in a I way mean, we're that we weren't, yeah, well, I'm a goth hippie, <laughs> <I> mean, <we're laughs> hippie, like, like, Stevie Nick. so we'll go with that, well, yeah, but it was, like, they were trying, and then when we're in negotiations, we're, like, all right, so it, you want us to be a witch witchcraft show? How does that how does that tie into ghost hunting? Because Elfie was like literally like so mad. She was like, at its <laughs> core, it is a paranormal ghost hunting show. Like, yeah. I
0: I I mean, I can do spells. I can do magic stuff. But I mean, it's going to look really boring on camera
1: because you're not going
0: to see much of anything like you see. In the no, exactly. That's
1: what but I think they wanted was us to recreate like the craft, and it's not real. Like that's how it works. <laughs> it's not real. Yeah, Elfie was really pissed about it, but and they weren't well, listening. They weren't listening because yeah. they wanted to sell the aesthetic. They wanted us to literally become the craft, and it was like, uh, it's so, like, do you know how that movie ended? <laughs> <laughs> it did not end well yeah but it well, was not for all of them. <laughs> it was just not you know how i when i sold the production company that was not i said image wise maybe we look like the craft we dress like but it doesn't mean
0: like the like the freaking intro or something or the visuals yeah. and yeah. everything but not like this is how we're going to be walking into the haunted house like no most of us will probably be wearing hoodies and jeans because you know how dusty those places get.
1: It's true. I always wear dark. Not wearing my nice at. stuff in there. No, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. But yeah, sit so
0: down. Yeah, because like you said, it's it's the, the people at the top, and they're like, I don't get it. And then the other thing is, they're trying to also appease who they're the people who they're selling for commercials because they have to make commercial revenue and everything. And they're like, is this? They're like, is this, like, is this commercial friendly? It's like you have all these other paranormal shows. How is this? Seriously. You, you sell, like, car commercials on these Well, then they shows. started
1: asking us stuff like, okay, well, they think they want to buy it, but, like, can each of you be a specific kind of witch? And I was like, what does that mean? I don't even know what that means. Like, we're not going to portray what ourselves. Want, like-, like, for example... They this, went on. no. I know, I know, I know. I don't think I well, told you this. Cause this I was
0: scared that. <laughs> stuff where you hear like this is the earth witch and this is the kitchen witch and this is the fire. Like that's not no. That's no. I know, that but
1: what that wasn't even <laughs> what they wanted. Like for example, they had they had interviewed all all three of us, and that's actually accurate what Elfie's saying because Elfie is kind of like the vegan, you know, hippie witch. Like she loves to make her vegan food and like her magic spells in the kitchen, and then um, you know cat is like miss earth, Witch, you know, and like, I don't know what the hell that makes me, but what they had done with the interview was they had, they had interviewed us and asked us if we had past lives. And I had said, yeah, I was pretty sure that I had lived like in Atlantis. So then they wanted me to do spells on camera where I'm laying underwater, fully submerged, doing spells, spell work. And I was like, because I was from Atlantis in a past life. And I was like, yeah, this is really, like, almost scripted at this point. And, like, this is not where I thought we were going with this. Wait, did they ask if you'd wear a mermaid tail, too? While doing this? <laughs> Actually, if, I would have done it oh. with the tail. I would only have done it with it the tail. It would
0: have to be, the like, one of those cool gothy, like, iridescent, like, blue and black ones I've seen. Oh, like, I've seen
1: the black mermaid. Make you, like, gothy oh,
0: yeah. little mermaid under the yeah. water while you're trying... First, First of, of all, all, I all, I don't even do a
1: spell underwater. Chris. I, well, that I'd like to know, <laughs> honestly. And and, we, and they said specifically bathtub. And I was like, no. <laughs> so
0: we're going to try not to drown Crystal. I, this.
1: So I'm <laughs> underwater talking. Blah, 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 blah. Like doing a spell, like what's going on? Like, what do you. But once again, that tells you. That they're looking at Hollywood a little too closely. Like, come on, guys, those are like scripted movies that you're yeah. you're trying to recreate here. It's not real life.
0: I and the thing <sighs> is, I don't. The thing is, I like the occult movies. I like the the witch moves, Lifecraft and everything. But it's like that's a fantasy visual. That's not what we do. And I know. And the problem always has been every time when when those movies come out, everyone's like can you do that can you float can you float? Like, <laughs> can i, I float like, no go on an elevator if i could oh. do you think i could probably save a lot on airfare
1: <laughs> Elfie. cat said Sorry. we'll, we'll <laughs> call it bathtub atlantis there you go there you go yeah it was As just you tried
0: to contact
1: your former
0: life in atlantis <sighs>
1: Yeah, what if I have trauma? Because I'm pretty sure I drowned in a past life too, okay? So that's going to bring up some okay. drama, man. Like, what if I don't come out of that alive again? It's
0: fine. So this episode also deals with how to deal with after- aftercare
1: when you've had
0: a <laughs> moment of your past life coming back at you.
1: <laughs> I thought I was drowning for the second time. I thought we weren't going to do this again, but it's fine. I think also they were thinking, like, Stranger Things vibes when she goes underwater and it's, like, white noisy, you know what I mean? Like, she mutes the, like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Okay, I, like,
0: I am totally down for the idea of a, what are those called, um, uh, deprivation tanks? Mm-hmm. Where you, like, it's looks like an egg and everything, you're sitting in salt water and you're just kind of floating there and you can't hear or see or anything. Those are cool. I'd like I to float an egg. I would like to float in an egg. <laughs> I mean, that is, but it's like you get really cool experiences but it's like that's gonna be so boring because what they're just going to film you floating in salt water and,
1: like, <laughs> i know i know asking, so what you feeling i know yeah so you know what I, and that's why i want the, the wrap up with it is you know i asked cat i want to ask you the same thing <laughs> are you happy that that you know, we saw the end of the contract coming thank god <laughs> we saw it coming i was praying for it i was ready for it to end and I mean, how do you feel about the contract ending? I'm happy that it ended. No,
0: I I'm glad it ended. That means we can now move on and and take our project somewhere else and not and just be free. We're free now. <laughs> be free. <laughs> I'm done.
1: Thank you. All right, moving yes, on. We're
0: done. It's it's been decided moving on now (laughs) yeah and
1: it's true and it's kind of in the end of like you know I was I was disappointed when we kind of we saw it kind of coming I would say like October and then we just knew there was
0: feelings there was like
1: there's something rumbling (laughs) well and we just knew it wasn't right I feel like instinctively Mm -hmm. like with your gut and intuition like you know when something's right and you know when something's wrong and Mm -hmm. I've told you guys from the beginning like I I've Waited for the right contract for so long that I'm not gonna, you know, just jump and get it signed by like whatever. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I wasn't going to just be settling for anything anyway. And this was kind of proof in the end that sometimes things end or don't work out for a reason. And it's better in the end when it doesn't work out because I really think that if we would have stayed in this contract and I would have agreed and Partially why this contract ended was I I bucked them on everything. I was like, no, I don't like that. No, I yeah. don't like that. I don't want to be a one and done season. We've seen that happen with other people in the past, and I know what it needs. And
0: um, I, Yeah, also, also I would say that's probably one of the biggest things I don't think people realize much about is that you can make changes. You can request changes. Don't don't sign the first contract that is put in front of you because yeah just don't like you can ask for changes and and make your requests and make like i will only do it because of this like yeah don't be
1: afraid to say no because otherwise yeah.
0: it's not going to be forever it's not like oh my god if i don't sign this i'll never it's like no
1: there's i mean 100%. i literally backed out of my contract with sci-fi um with what was the show killer contact and thank god i did <laughs> I left LA the day mm-hmm. before we were supposed to go to Europe. I mean, that's brash. Like I, I mean, oh, yeah. Cause I just had this gut instinct feeling something was wrong. And thank God, because poor Molly took my place and she had to dress up like a prostitute for Jack the Ripper. Now, if I was on set in London mm-hmm. And they asked me to dress up like a prostitute. Do you know the absolute shit fit I would have thrown? I mean, I would have absolutely lost my mind. Mm -hmm. And I would have been an ocean away. (laughs) Like, I wouldn't have been close to home.
0: Like, can I get that ticket now
1: back, please? Yeah, I'm leaving. I'm done. But that's the worst part is that sometimes when you get in these contracts, which is also why you have to be so, you know, careful when you're signing them. Yeah. And that's why I haven't settled until now. And I'm still not settling. But like, is that if you get in those contracts, like if I was in Europe and that happened, there's a chance I would have had to dress like a prostitute and go investigate Jack the Ripper. I mean, because you're in contract, you're, you're, you're legally bound to them. Like, I don't think you understand how, like, you know, you, you know, Elfie, like what do the contracts look like with the networks? They're massive.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. And if, if you, if they so deem you can be penalized and everything, it's, it's, it's not a cut and dry thing, and it's one of those, like like I said, always, always read your contracts, always look, always make your demands of what you want done, because you don't want to be
1: stuck in something you're not happy with. Mm-hmm. And you'll be stuck for a long time, and it could de- be detrimental to your career, which is why you have to also think twice, you know? Mm-hmm. right we got that out so anyway thank god (laughs) that is over that that was rough though wasn't it rough wasn't i mean specifically the worst of the negotiations were they started in july august september kind of ended in october it really is the waiting
0: that's to me it's the rough part because i don't like i i understand that it takes time but there's that's to me just like okay what's going on is is there anything going on and like were we just like put on our thumbs what's what's happening (laughs) that was
1: terrible and i'm never negotiating with those people again (laughs) we're not those will be named nameless okay because that was i have some trauma i have to undo with my shadow work on that one but um Anyway, okay, next one, Katrina from Paranormal State. So she's on with um, Jack Osborne, obviously. She has Mm -hmm. that series. It's, uh, what is it, Portals to Hell? Is that right? Yep, Portals to Hell. So, And she, I haven't seen the new season, but you've watched the first few episodes, and you said she's sort of taking the lead.
0: Yeah, no, she really, it feels like she is more, because, I mean, Jack Osborne has definitely done his fair, fair share of, like, paranormal stuff and everything, but, like... Korea really has, I think, in this season, like, I think in other seasons, too, that she has definitely been the one that they, they really let her ask the questions, lead the, the, especially the walkthroughs and everything, because she she really does know what she's talking about. And mm-hmm. they want to showcase that, I think. And in this season, I feel like they are definitely pushing that even more. They're like, no, really, she actually knows her stuff.
1: Now, you worked with her for quite a few episodes. She seems mm-hmm. to me like she is just super down-to-earth. Is that how she is in real life?
0: Oh, yeah, very much. And, like, she was always just an amazing interviewer. She was definitely one of the ones where it wasn't just the, the regular questions. She would ask even more. Like, she would build on She would really get to know the people she was talking to and an interview and everything. She was very good at that.
1: So, now, this was, like, a couple of months ago she had... Um, said and released that she was going to be doing her own series on youtube and she was about to release it we don't know what happened i assume it was with her contract with um travel channel they probably wanted to view the series first before she could release it online so anyway it got postponed and so she did a live event yesterday or was it two days ago was it yesterday uh two days it released on the 27th so two days ago and then she released her part one of the series and do yep. you do you want to talk i mean i watched it but i wanted you to chat about it because i know you were really excited for her
0: well it's it was awesome it's, it's only part one so it's like it definitely is just building up to the actual investigation that they haven't actually done yet and it's just it it was awesome seeing both kat and Taddy.
1: um back together again doing this and and heather taddy oh. was also from paranormal state so yep, if you guys heather and you got her. to work with heather too she's sweet she looks like she's super oh sweet.
0: yeah she's awesome she she's she was always more interested she definitely did very well in front of the camera but she was very much more interested of doing the behind the camera production audio stuff like that was definitely more her thing
1: too wow so she liked the film side like the audio oh film. yeah oh cool very cool so they got together, and mm-hmm. they, they're filming this episode. I did watch uh, it. It's, I'm, I'm really, I support women in film, um, in paranormal, and I'm, real, I'm just really happy. I'm really happy for Katrina. You know, like, I, I'm not a huge fan of Jack Asborne. I've, I've said that before. I don't think that Jack's show would be anything without her. I think she absolutely is the bread and butter of it. And for her to go off on her own and do something independently is amazing. A, I okay. love it. You know what I mean? I, even Elfie was like super excited. They invited you on a future episode. Hopefully I saw.
0: <laughs> I saw them. I'm like like oh God. That's so sweet.
1: <laughs> They're like, oh my God, Elfie. Like everybody loves Elfie.
0: No, I just love that. I, I would, I really hope that this means that there, at least it gives another opportunity showing that this could be, go from just like YouTube to like main, like TV and everything. Also, I love the fact that they're investigating, like, I have to look it up and everything because it is actually, it's a place that is investigated, that is haunted, but it's not like a, I guess, well-known or often investigated place. Mm-hmm. It just looks so Yeah, it looked
1: um like there was it was fenced off or something. So I was mm-hmm. I'm curious if it's like condemned or something or if they just keep trespassers out. I, it, it looks very yeah, old, this, though. like very limited on who they let in and everything. It's like this looks really cool. Yeah, she said it was somewhere in New Jersey. So I think that's interesting. So yeah, it'll be if you haven't seen it, make sure you go to I think I linked um the trailer on my Twitter. So go to my Twitter and you can find it there. And um, yeah, I'm just really happy for Katrina. So I just wanted to give her a shout out because there's not many of us girls in paranormal. And and Mm. she does, especially going off on her own to do something independently, which I find interesting, might I say, because not that it's any of our business, but it makes me think that she's probably struggling the same way we are in a different way because she's probably wanting to get like her and Heather to do a show. And these producers, man, these production companies, these networks, they do not want an all-female-oriented show. It is crazy. So she literally was like, me, I'm doing it on my own.
0: Yeah, I think they they really are showing. And I hope it leads to a, a spinoff of some kind of something bigger. But I'm honestly you can't, looking forward to part two and everything, yeah. seeing more of the investigation.
1: Yeah. Well, even I'm, I'm happy for Heather too. Cause good for her, man. Yeah. Good for her. Good for both of them. And once mm-hmm. you're on the next episode, you're going to let us know, right? <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's like almost paranormal state back together. I'm going to fan girl out. I'm going to pass out. <laughs> going to actually pass out. I'm like, Oh my God. Cause literally paranormal state. I mean, that came out a while ago. That was one of like the OG paranormal shows. I I told you I had this, I know she hates talking about herself (laughs) and here I am talking about her, but I I swear Elfie, I'm not I've told her this story five or six times before, but I remember watching you on TV years ago before ghost girl diaries existed. And I was like, I'm going to work with her someday. Like, I just know. Isn't that weird? It's like, it's gotta be past life predictions. Like I do. I remember watching you on TV and I'm like, I'm going to work with her. Just wait. I'm going to work with her. And everyone was like, how? that's Elfie <laughs> from Paranormal Like I don't know I don't know I'm just gonna do it and then I remember Elfie this was years ago too Elfie mm. commented right I think on my YouTube channel years ago mm-hmm. and it said Elfie music and I lo- I was like that's not like the Elfie <laughs> and I, I looked him up and I was like oh my god it's the Elfie like she-
0: wow because oh, I I really like when, when you started doing your YouTube show, I like the fact that it's like, oh, my God, she's actually like talking about the behind the scenes and she's talking about how it's
1: made. And it's like, see, and, and that's uh, I'm so glad you're saying crap. that because it's a big deal, isn't it? it it's it is not just he, it was paranormal. Like, oh, it's
0: fine. Everything's fine. We're great. This is great. And it's like, what? Right. <laughs> and well, then you it, come on the scene and be like, no, no, this is how it what happened. This is probably what they did. And this is where you see probably the producer hiding over there doing this thing and just like oh my god she's actually like spilling all
1: the beans (laughs) (laughs) she's actually sharing the beans well and really the 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 i mean originally like i know that the channel we have a new channel now it's morphing by the way there should be a a new episode up uh tonight or tomorrow just so everybody knows on the new channel i know everyone's been waiting for a new a new solo video and it's been filmed. It's in the process of being edited. So it's a short one though. We're going to start off slow. Okay. Cause TikTok is consuming my life right now. Okay. Um, but in all seriousness, the first, you know, doing the first channel, the first YouTube channel for ghost girl diaries, the point of it is not like people literally thought the point of it was ghost adventures reviews. Mm-hmm. That was not the point of the channel. The point of the channel is exactly what Elfie is saying, teaching you guys about paranormal film, because the problem is, is that in order to get better shows, better paranormal shows, we need more filmmakers in the industry and not just women, men too. So if I'm on this channel teaching everybody about the film side of paranormal, people are going to figure it out I really thought that my channel was like an educational channel to teach people how to make paranormal film. And that was the point of it. I didn't want to keep this secret. It felt like it was a gatekeep. Doesn't it, doesn't paranormal film feel gatekeeped? I don't remember.
0: You have to think too. I feel like that time too, it seemed like almost every paranormal group I saw on social media was was either they had, they had a pilot, they were filming pilot, they were in negotiations. Like, every group was trying to get on TV and I feel like it's one of those, like that's cool. I really like that. But like, here's some of what to expect because I don't think the reality or the, the weight of it would like sink in until they're actually like in like in deep into it and everything. So I like the fact that you were like, yes, it's possible, but here's what to expect. If you're doing this.
1: (laughs) Well, and a lot of those people that would try to get shows, unfortunately Mm -hmm. there is a major difference between youtube quality film Mm -hmm. and actual television film and that's where you can't it needs to be up you know like you have to up it more it needs to be more and another thing just being a producer (laughs) oh my god editing's huge it's huge importance (laughs) you can't look like an amateur editor not only with visual but with audio levels oh my god when i'm i'm editing our feature right now and the audio is the hardest part I'm doing okay. the audio, I, I'm doing the audio mixing on this one, which is fine. It's just sometimes my ears are like, <laughs> I've heard like, right. too much. but with that being said, on that one. <laughs> you have to do better. Like if you're trying to get with the big wigs, mm-hmm. you better be able to pay it up.
0: Now, credit the difference between like when you first started doing YouTube and now like I have definitely seen a big difference in the YouTube channels with parental groups. Like it definitely has jumped up where camera quality has gone better, editing editing's gone better. Now I definitely enjoy when they're just like here's the entire investigation. Here's all three hours. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those like, okay, cool. And then ones who actually hears the story and they actually like Edit it down story. And make it into, there has to yeah. begin.
1: There's a beginning, a middle, and an mm-hmm. end. Every story, and I, I don't mean story, like just paranormal yeah. location, but every show. So comparing Ghost Hunters to Ghost Adventures to mm-hmm. Amy Bruni and Adam, right? So Ghost Hunters is everything is a cricket that farted in the wall, right? Like we're <laughs> we're gonna debunk it using this cricket that's farting, right? Then you have Zach's show. It's a demon. Oh my god! This is the darkest case we've ever been on. But that's his gig. That's the story. Wasn't
0: last week the darkest case? It is.
1: But that's well. (laughs) Same with Ghost Hunters. It's always a farting cricket or a farting, you know, floorboard. Always. And then, or you look at like Amy Bruni and Adam, and she's very Mm -hmm. like. Quiet and the girl next door, and and Adam's like the first really major you know gay guy LGBT, and and they're mm-hmm. they're both very kind and oh we don't want to offend you but that's their gig that's their storyline. Mm-hmm. So the problem is is that you you have to find what your like bread and butter is. What are you trying to sell? Even for yep. us with Ghost Girl Diaries, just saying it's a female crew isn't enough. I can't mm-hmm. tell you guys what our gig is because I don't give that away on social media. You know what I'm saying? the way I'm trying to sell the series, I have a specific way that's never been done before. Even Dakota, right? Dakota with Destination Fear, his gig mm-hmm. is, I'm not telling any of my crew where we're going. We're going to get in this ugly RV and film it. And we're going to drive all the way across America. And then I'm going to have Chelsea, you know, open a red letter and talk about where we're going. Like, but that's their thing every i'm going to torture you with something yeah but you can't repeat it so you know you you can't get another destination fear if a new if a new crew comes in with the same gig and the same storyline it's going to get thrown out Mm -hmm. we can't yeah you you need a hook you You need that hook yes there has to be something that that stands out which we have a good one y'all i'm just saying we came up with a good one. I, I, My mother gave me the idea after she passed on. Thank you, Mom, um, which I'm still not sharing it publicly. But you you have to be different. You cannot do the same thing that's already been done. And that's what mm-hmm. happened for a while, too, with YouTubers that were trying to get signed in my era of my first channel before Elfie and Kat came on. Everybody was trying to get a series signed, and they were repeating trying to create a Zach Bagans over and over and over. Yep. there is one zach Bagans, and there will never be another one and that oh. that era kind of died of guys trying to be this like muscly greasy hair bicep dude attacking the camera with a demon you know what i mean the new bro and everything well mm-hmm. and
0: i mean you, you know it's made it into pop culture media when horror movies are basically parodying zach like ghost adventures and they're they're making the exaggerated do and everything and you can point out like oh ghost adventures okay
1: mm-hmm. and then of course it turns into a horror movie mm-hmm. yeah but you know you've made it when dot 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 you know what i mean <laughs> you can't give him shit because like that's when you've made it you know especially mm-hmm. he's he's now you know siding with eli roth like okay make fun of him all you want then you go do better because i haven't seen anybody that's done it so far you know what i mean he's the biggest shark in the water Who's going to take him out? I don't know. I'd like to, I'd like to just get my series signed with him. I'd like to just co-conspire. I feel like we could make some things happen with my Aquarius moon brain. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, that's the tea you just, it is, you have to be, you have to be different and film merging. Yes. Paranormal knowledge is important. Being a paranormal investigator is important, but film knowledge is equally if not more important in order to merge them together because you can't go in trying to look like an amateur either
0: well you have to stand out and you have to give them a reason and everything because you will be amongst who knows how many hundreds of shows line also be sold and everything and you have to stand out in some way so what's your hook what's what's your reason? What's your story? And
1: the production Why, companies why do we are listen to you? <laughs> ruthless. Aren't they ruthless when they, Oh, if they oh don't, if they don't like you, which I mean, look, I've been told no, probably like 300 times. So like my feelings like aren't hurt at this point because I just, I'm used to being told no at this point, you know, but if you're a sensitive person and you think you're going to walk in and get a yes like that, oh, you're in for a really, really rude awakening. Like, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt.
0: Yeah, the whole saying, like, don't call us, we'll call you, that's definitely a thing. And it's it's not personal. It's just, like, you did not catch your interest enough
1: and they are moving on to someone else, so don't. I wish they would have said that to me. That's a lot nicer (laughs) than what they said to me. (laughs) But that's what's crazy is, like, we have five wins under our belt now as Ghost Girl Mm -hmm. Diaries. And it's still not enough, y'all. It's still not enough. So it's it's a it's a dog eat dog world. And um, mm-hmm. don't worry, this feature is gonna gonna kill it. Don't worry, I'm not worried about it. <laughs> Elfie likes this feature. She's like, that was some scary shit in the graveyard. You guys are kind of yeah. weird. I just, <laughs> how about you don't turn back around and go in there? Okay, let's not do that. Um. So now, when we talk about female women in paranormal investigators. Of course, we're thinking of, you know, like we just talked about Katrina, obviously, even Elfie, like, you know, she's a seasoned paranormal investigator. I know she doesn't like to be idolized, but she's badass. She did a lot of paranormal state. Heather Taddy. We have Chris Williams from Ghost Hunters. We have um, Amy Bruni, obviously, is the first female executive producer. She gets that crown. You get it, girl. Um, But if we're looking back in, quote, modern days within like the last year We obviously have to give the queen crown to Lauren. uh, I'm sorry, Lorraine Warren. And that's because she was the first to go public as an investigator. But, you know, Elfie's really into occultists. And so it's kind of like, wait a second, let's look back even further than that because the Ouija board was literally invented a few hundred years ago. Like, where did this start from? Obviously, there's occultists that, you know, the occultists that created tarot cards. We came up with a new sisters that i had never heard of called the fox sisters and you kind of went down a major rabbit hole and i don't think we realized the impact they should have on the paranormal community i think that people need to know these like major public figures in paranormal to understand where this came from are you there
0: oh i mean it's it's definitely interesting because I mean, if you if you talk anything about spiritualism, the Fox sisters are like the the quintessential. They are the ones that first come up because they, whether or not, because technically, like spiritualism was, they started. They got the ball rolling in the public eye. Mm-hmm. Like they were the ones who were doing the sessions in the public and doing private session and everything. They were the ones that really got people's attention of like. The possibility of talking to spirits and everything and it's just it's fascinating just how even though these figures were might have been the 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 the, uh, starters of this movement essentially they kind of they didn't fall like they didn't vanish from history but they fell into obscurity and they unfortunately had kind of a like they didn't it didn't end well for them it Mm -hmm. wasn't like they live happy ever No, it didn't happen. Well, and, yeah. well,
1: 1848 is really when this started yeah. to give you a year. And, and you're thinking about that time. You have three women coming out who are saying they're occultists, which, by the way, like their paranormal knowledge started at like in high school. They were like 14, 11 years old. They're very young kids. And at, in 1848, I mean, you could literally still be called a witch at that time and probably be murdered for you know, claiming to be an occultist and talk with the dead. Remember, women didn't have a voice at that time. I and mean, we're still fighting equality right now. So just kind of put yourself in, in the image and the time frame of being a female paranormal investigator in 1848. Can you say that that was probably dangerous?
0: Well, it was one of those things where you, you have, like, so the, the two main sisters, Kate and Maggie, who were, I think, uh, Kate was 11, Maggie was 14, were the ones who were experiencing what was going on in their home and everything. And I think it was, I think people didn't, well, they probably could have thought of witchcraft, but mostly they were just shocked by that these two kids, they were the, the parents were hearing rapping and banging and everything, and these two kids were like, oh, do as I do, and they were like, rap three times, and the thing would repeat. And you got like the neighbors coming in and everyone's going, what is going on here? And just causing all this stir that everyone was just probably more just fascinated with the fact that they were communicating with an invisible force that they they just didn't think that it was, there was anything, it was just mind boggling. Like they could not figure out what was going on. And they even like took them away to their sister's house and everything. And it just like followed them and everything.
1: And this was this happened in New York too. Just in case you guys, their photo yeah, too. Yeah, I go
0: New York and then broadcast. It? it looks
1: so like Lizzie Borden esque because they have like these old Victorian like you know the thick dresses. You can just see it. The hair mm-hmm. is done like slicked buns and like braids. I put a post a picture of the Fox Sisters mm-hmm. on our social media. It, isn't it? It looks classic like eighteen forty eight. Oh, no. You know what I mean? Like. Um, and I'm shocked because, like, I didn't even hear about this. I mean, I didn't even know about these people. I know that sounds terrible, and that's why I was like, "We have to do a stream on this." Well, they're they're
0: very fascinating characters because it it's interesting because if you look at they the the two girls, um, uh, Kate and Maggie, they were experiencing this, and they were were. Um, Talking to him and they actually called him uh, the spirit at one point, Mister Splitfoot, and everything.
1: I know what um, a creepy name.
0: Yeah, Isn't which is, is basically a nickname for the devil and everything. So they call him Mister Splitfoot until uh, they through communications. They figured out that it was a peddler that had been murdered and buried in the basement of buried under. The, buried in the basement of their home that they were living in but
1: how specific when you don't even have electrical equipment to getting like evp you know what i mean
0: like well also you have to think too that the way they first started communicating with these spirits like the knocking and rapping, they basically would have to go through the entire alphabet and wait for a knock at a letter and like painfully Spell out words and then sentences to figure out what the answer was. Mm-hmm. Like that just sounds mind
1: numbing, honestly. <laughs> well, it's almost like a a really slow old school mm-hmm. Ouija Ouija board, like, but not a Ouija, like, uh, yeah. I oh, yeah,
0: they upgraded letter. The yeah, thank later God.
1: They got at it. <laughs> <laughs> thank God. But, but yeah, like, wow, the patience that they had, and Wait. and and how did their minds work like that to think? To be able to create a tool for communicating.
0: Well, it wasn't until it wasn't them. It wasn't. It
1: was other people much later who just figured
0: out how to. Uh, the they basically were trying to figure out quicker ways to communicate because, like, going through the alphabet again and again in wade Knox, that was getting very slow. And then later on, uh, groups created the idea of the planchette, which is actually, uh, I think, a French tool. That's the pencil, and then they incorporate letters, and they would
1: like okay More I was random. gonna ask you this this is like a random question you may not know how to okay. answer to it but like because I was reading through this do you think we could recreate that
0: somehow the wait the planchette like, yeah
1: like the old school like pencil planchette thing you think we could oh
0: rec- totally you could oh yeah no you can definitely find it because it, it okay so when people think of planchette they think of the um the 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 board today with the, the small plastic toy, mm-hmm. the planchette back then was like huge and was on like three wheels with a pencil. And then you just rolled around with that.
1: See, that totally is be great. We need to recreate that because I just feel like because <laughs> it's like, I mean, you know, technology is cool. I love tech. Obviously, we have like the best thing, which is the SLS. We, we use that for our investigations. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Sometimes it's kind of cool to just strip it down to like some old school stuff, isn't it?
0: Well, oh, yeah, no, I honestly, I've one of the things I've always wanted to try to do is because one, one of the early ghost hunters I always found fascinating, um, who was both famous and infamous, was um, Harry Price from the early 20th century. And this guy was one of the first, you would say, that was a ghost hunter that used equipment in his investigation. And he had like old school recorders and audio uh, microphones and everything. And just this early 20th century electronic devices that are like dinosaurs today but i've always wanted to use that or like the 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 my the um analog tapes and everything that you saw like in the 70s with the warrens or with hans holzer Mm -hmm. and whatnot like that stuff i feel like would be really cool because sometimes i wonder is as we digitalize our equipment or as we upgrade it like do we lose any of that connection with beer communication compared to what would people were getting with analog I've know, always in wanted to do
1: like the like I, I mean where the hell do you find a tape recorder at this point you know what I mean but like <laughs> but I have i have Goodwill I've, or eBay yeah that's true <laughs> and but then how do you find blank tapes but like when I feel like oh god that would be the worst part. that would be the worst part but I would want to try the tapes just to like compare the quality Oh, of like yeah. the EVPs. You know what I mean. Like I assume like it have to a work. Digital one and an analog yes. one. Yes. Yeah. Oh and my god. And see what
0: it'd be like. Yes. Oh, yes. I'm down for
1: that. See, I like <laughs> weird experiments like that, like using old school stuff versus mm-hmm. new school stuff, and like and well,
0: Harry Price was one who would put flour down beside, flour down uh, near the doorways or steps or anything to try and see if any s- footprints would appear. And he'd be the one who would put, like, strings across doors. Like, he did all sorts of stuff to try to prove or disprove if the place was haunted. I'm like, I want to do that
1: now. (laughs) I do, too. I like like weird stuff like that. I think it'd be fun to incorporate old Mm -hmm. school. And not only that, but, like, give an alma mode to those people and, like, bring them back to life. Because I feel like a lot of us not just me, because I don't know all of them. Elfie's very well versed in all these occultist, paranormal investigators. But I think that the public needs to know and understand these people, because it all of our investigations started from somewhere. And, like, these people need to be given a little bit of a crown. Like, it, without these baby steps of a string on a door, baby powder, or, or flower on the floor, we wouldn't be where we're at today.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I think sometimes people think like ghost hunting didn't start until like the 2000s with like ghost hunters and whatnot and it's like no this has been going on for some time there's been there there was and holter there was warrens there was or, okay another thing <laughs> not,
1: polaroids okay but i think yes. they stopped. yes see like we um, have ideas guys like imagine what our series cool. would look like like i would i mean i, I don't brought it back I think they brought back the Polaroid. It's not so a. Pol- it's called could- something else now. But yes, they do have the Polaroid something else. Wait, it may- is it an
0: actual Polaroid camera, or is it a digital that just prints out a Polaroid? See, we'd have to picture. check. We'd have. Okay. But I bet you once again the
1: <laughs> hitting eBay, you could probably find a Polaroid. Oh, I have a Polaroid camera. I have a. Sp- oh yeah! I- don't Same judge here. <laughs> me. Don't judge me. I have. I need the film still. <laughs> Wait a second, Elfie. I have a Spice Girls Polaroid camera from 1998, okay? <laughs> yeah. I do. I do. I have is, it. Oh. So I just need some film. Take that on investigation. <laughs> I think I have my mom's Polaroid camera too from like the 80s oh. buried somewhere. But like, yeah, I mean, that once again, you standing with the Polaroid taking snaps mm-hmm. as I'm taking digital shots, comparing oh, yeah. evidence. I don't know. I just think it's cool. I just think it's cool.
0: Oh, I'm totally down for that. I mean, I would love to compare and contrast them and everything.
1: Well, yeah, which one's better in the end? What if the tape deck is better than like a digital, you know what I mean?
0: Well, yeah, because I think I've even heard people talk about with digital audio recorders. As the audio recorders get more advanced, they are getting more particular about uh, when they record uh, cleaning out basically anything that is not what they're supposed to be recording, which is human voice and everything. So they actively um, clear the the audio file and everything as they record compared to analog, which just records everything. And especially with one of the big things where you had to have an external mic because if you had an internal mic, then you would also hear it recording the, the internal sounds of the machine. Mm-hmm. So it's always wondered, like, is because audio recorders are getting much better at cleaning up the audio sound as they record. Does Does it actually eliminate? Yeah. 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 Basically. It could. It could.
1: My very first, (laughs) my very, I still have my very first, um, night vision handy cam. Cool. Oh, it's old as F. Oh, it's so, I mean, it's like probably from like 98 or something. Cause remember, that's ancient for like, it is. is. And, but like, it was one of the very first, night vision handicams that ever was created because if you remember back in like the 90s when sony was mm. i think it's a sony when sony was creating it the very first which mines included the very first few that were developed actually kind of had like um like x-ray vision so you could see through people's clothes because the lenses oh were God. so good yeah so they had to stop you to selling be careful, them. like
0: what like don't you have to care what shirts you wore. Oh, it's still you would
1: see your bra and everything. Well, no, it's still. I mean, night vision is still fairly see through. Mm-hmm. Like I, I have oh, rules yeah. on set. Like no leggings, absolutely no leggings. You can see everything through leggings. Mm-hmm. I, I made a joke one time on on the old YouTube channel. I was filming a pilot, and I wore leggings with mm-hmm. my camera tech, and I had Spanx underneath my leggings. Mm-hmm. and you couldn't see the leggings you could only see the spanx and my camera t- it was uh, my camera text like hey crystal and then he like he's a guy he's like you know like I just um like I don't want to embarrass you you know and I was like what just what is it you know he's like well it just kind of looks like you're you're like not wearing pants <laughs> And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, it's just like, you just, like, your pants are invisible. And I was like, okay, so what's it look like I'm wearing? He's like, well, I don't know what you're wearing underneath, but, like, are you wearing swimmer shorts? (laughs) Because it was the Spanx. I know, I was dying. I was dying. I wanted to be, like, embarrassed, but I was too busy dying laughing because he's like, like he's like I don't know what like thank god you've got something underneath but it like looks like you're wearing <laughs> swimmer shorts <laughs> and oh. I was like, so anyway yeah you have to like yeah when you're women like guys don't have to worry about that because usually guys are investigating in jeans and you this know, is
0: stuff you need to be told before you go on camera with anything.
1: Like, yeah but okay, you know everyone, like- <laughs> Kat and I have investigated in like mm. like black gothic dresses and those aren't see-through it's just mm-hmm. something about the thin legging material that like you could oh, see, yeah. see it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> why well, wear jeans? Yeah.
0: Also because like, uh, no, <laughs> also, no, no, I don't want like, to tear myself up. <laughs>
1: don't wear Spanx. Okay, on set. No. Um, in fact, I, I, when I was first training Kat and a few other people that are no longer with us, I made them go on night vision, not recording. I put, I put the camera on night vision and I connected it to the TV. It wasn't recording. And I made them come out and look at themselves on night vision. And I made them wear leggings and everything. And the cat was like, holy shit. Like, you can see everything. <laughs> I was like, yeah, see? There's a reason yeah. there's a rule. And that's just the rule. Because And there was a, a particular person in the past that did not like that rule. She only wanted to wear leggings. And I was like, then you're going to have to be filmed from, like, chest up. Because, you know. It's,
0: it's just, like, you don't want act- to...
1: Give a show, like ex- free show. No,
0: well, it's one of those, like, oh, my God, just don't. Healthy. <laughs> <I'll see. laughs> well, because, and you don't think, like, honestly, like, you have to think about it because when you're investigating, you're not really thinking about and stuff until, like, after the fact we see the film, you're like, oh, wow, no. Yeah, <laughs> and,
1: well, and that's, that's why I made them look on camera because, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm just being real, like, doesn't matter what size you are. You could be a size three, and when you're wearing leggings, you look unpleasant well and everything like sort of that's hangs like a out good test run. Like
0: yeah. just test all your clothes that you're going to wear from. <laughs> just, Camera test. just make sure how does this look like just do you, a test it, run. not visible anything not good
1: awesome I, and i as <laughs> anyone that's listening i usually layer layers seem to really help so i'll wear like two camis and then like a long sleeve shirt and then like a t-shirt over that or something you know what i mean if you're not wanting to go the hoodie route because i tend to get I think I'm like so communicating. And I get so into ghost hunting. I get really hot, so I can't wear hoodies usually unless it's like a mm-hmm. really cold location. Um, so yeah, I do. I do jeans and like layers, but hoodies are okay too.
0: Yeah, I prefer layering and the hoodie mostly just because I don't care what location it is. I always end up cold. Yeah, it like doesn't matter where I am. It's just. There, there's most of the time those buildings have no electricity, no heating. It's like you'll feel it even in the summer; it'll be cold. Well, and they're
1: dirt. <laughs> they're dirty usually. Like you're crawling, okay. and yeah, I mean, we we go into crawl spaces and and attics are gross and spiders and so yeah. I usually I'm tend to wear. I know sleeve. what I've hailed <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm sure you've had some experiences. But what's your worst grody location? Not not like the name of it, but like what happened?
0: Well, I remember there was a couple of times where like I either investigate. Um, oh there was this one time we were in the basement of this one house and there was okay so sometimes with way uh, the house the newer houses will uh, be built there they'll have a the basement but then there'll be like a hole where the porch will be and everything Mm -hmm. so you can get out of the porch as well Mm -hmm. and there was something in there. I can't remember what we were needing to check out from. But I apparently decided, like, I will go in there. And Dude. I crawled in. But then I had to crawl backwards out. And it was a moment where it's like, okay, I'm going to need help because I'm going to need to keep my shirt down while you pull me out so I don't accidentally flash everyone. Yeah, <laughs> <There's> <laughs> While a you
1: film me. Crawling ass back out. (laughs) There's an area like that in Bobby Mackey's because it's like, it's weird, like underneath where it it was like the original building and then they built on again and then they built on again. So like, as Mm -hmm. you go deeper further underneath Bobby Mackey's, you literally can see it (laughs) is it literally, you can tell like via year, like what area was newer and built and like what's decrepit and falling down. But when you get to like the real centralized area, there's like an underground half dirt sort of area and apparently they have two entities that are seen like fighting each other like like it's shadow people like boxing it out they think it was mm-hmm. some of the gangsters that would like kill each other um so she she said Wanda at the time it said i could go in there and i was so stupid why did i do that i crawled <laughs> in this nasty it was like dirt and like a crawl space, but like not a crawl space, and there was like yeah. bugs and like oh, uh, I was like, why am I doing this myself? <laughs> but and and by the way, there were no shadow people boxing. By the way, once I got in
0: there, uh, man, that'd be a letdown. Cause yeah, at least like it would. Well, that was the thing. There were times where I've crawled in spaces where I'm like looking back and like, how did I not get bit by a snake or mm-hmm. or some rodent or some wild animal hiding down there like how did I not get
1: cat said it was the leprechaun cat said it was the leprechaun (laughs) It's it's always the leprechaun. Oh my god! (laughs) Our group chats, guys. We're in a group chat together. Just like (laughs) every once in a while, a foot emoji pops up, and we all know Mm -hmm. what it means. Oh man! Okay, I'm sorry. Let's go back to the Fox Sisters. We got we got distracted, but it's fine. It's fine. We like to get distracted. We Um, we go down the lovely rabbit hole. That was that was the leprechaun (laughs) hole. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) <laughs> All three of us are real strange people. And it's just a miracle it that we get along. We, and we're very psychic. All three of us will, like, message each other. Like, today, Elfie messaged me about Katrina while I was watching Katrina. And I was like... Mm-hmm. Why do you creep me out so bad? Like, we do that to each other all the time. We're like, ugh. You know what I'm I mean? more amazed we get things done half time because
0: we'll end up, like like you say, going down rabbit holes. Like, wait, what were we originally supposed to be <laughs> What are we
1: talking about? I forgot. No. We were um, supposed to be talking about something important. <laughs> uh, is it really? Is it ever important? Now, another thing that I found interesting no. about the Fox sisters, though, is that the Smithsonian actually had, like, a huge article on them. And I pulled it up. Mm-hmm. like why aren't they talked about more in paranormal like these are like important figures and i feel like it just got kind of thrown to the wayside
0: i think the thing is it's like they're they're talked about but they usually talked about briefly because like once they get like once spiritualism gets started it's like it snowballs and becomes bigger because you also have to think it went from knocks and bangs to suddenly trans mediumship like it went one it went one thing after another and you suddenly had not just foxes because they would travel around and they would they would do their shows and everything and it went from it it couldn't it wasn't never enough it was like oh okay you can do knocks and bang but can you do more so now you had um trans mediumship going on where you had people um mostly uh young women who were channeling spirits coming through and talking through them and everything they were just all these memes to start popping out of everywhere they're like oh my god and it just went beyond them it honestly went beyond them because you had both people who were like suddenly overnight becoming mediums but then you also had people saying this is this is hogwash this is not real we're talking about this is people faking and everything so it was very interesting that right out the gate there was both are like believers and skeptics like side by side just going at it.
1: Which is still to this day. I mean, for God's sake, we Oh yeah. (sighs) I I told you we made it to um Christian TikTok by accident on Ghost Girl Diaries. Oh my God. I had to block the word Bible and demon because I was just tired of reading those comments. I was like it's done. So now all those comments get flushed down the toilet. I don't even have to look at them anymore. Because there are a whole like, bunch of cons going like, you need Jesus. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to block that word next. You know what I mean? Like, literally. It, it's like, come on, guys. I know. Oh, they're like, oh, you're doing spirit box sessions. Be careful. You're not communicating with a demon. I had an indigenous person of all things come on and lecture me the other day. And I'm like, do you know I'm also indigenous, ho? why don't you shut your mouth and shut your mouth when you're talking to me? Okay. Like just cause I'm blonde, you know, you know, whatever. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm ranting
0: um, it It's one of those things. They, it's obviously they actively look for this because they can block the same words. They can block paranormal. They can block ghost hunting. They can block all this. So they honestly must be actively looking for these. Pose, and it's like, why, why are you wasting this energy on this? Oh, like, that, and
1: that's why I won't argue else. except cat, which cat yeah. got triggered the other day. She called me. She's like, Oh no! I want to, you know, she gets on her religious soapbox, you know? And it's like, and I was like, cat, don't, don't fight with people. And like, just, let <laughs> just let it go. Just let it block go. Just just let it go. But I, another thing don't I don't get to you. No, I don't. Who cares? You know, like uh, it's usually the, the trolls that talk the most smack. I always go to okay. their profile. 'Cause I'm like, okay, let's see, you know, how good your content is that you're posting. They never have a damn video posted, you know, but yet no, they want to criticize you. They just uh, Yeah,
0: they're
1: just trolls. <laughs> just trolls, Elfie. Elfie gets it, okay. She's been in the game longer than I have. Um yeah. one thing I did find interesting about the Fox sisters though is, you know, I don't really think that the term paranormal investigator existed back then and I, they were kind of hesitant to call themselves mediums although they were channeling but what the term that kept coming up over and over again as they're connecting with the dead is spiritualists mm-hmm. and i don't know why i found that really compelling it was almost like they were very independent and they're like i'm going to i'm going to create my own term and i'm going to go on my own term and like i just don't care what you think about it
0: and no, i liked it well oh, and and this is the thing I find interesting. It's like spiritualism and spiritualist is still very much alive today I mean it's there are people who are spiritualists that go to the the churches and they have sessions and everything and I think sometimes people think that when they talk about spiritualism like it was something long time ago that like died out with the twentieth century. It's like no, no, it just it lost theme and popularity but there is still lots of spiritual I mean there's Lilydale that's been going on for like almost 200 years now that's still going strong that every summer people come by the hundreds to talk to communicate with spirits and to talk to mediums and everything it's still a a
1: branch of belief that is still going strong Mm -hmm. it's it's interesting I just I I just think it's you know, these girls started communicating with the dead in their own house in 1848 mm. and were not afraid of it, which I love. They were like their own little like Wednesday Adams. Like they're just like little girls after our own heart. Cause I was that kid. Yeah, I know you were too. And well,
0: they're they're like, oh, I'll do this. And their mother's like freaking out, going, What is going on? What are, what is this rapping one?" and they're like, Oh, I'll just knock and make noise and they're like their their parents are freaking out and they're like having fun with this invisible spirit and this is honestly also sometimes where people think whether or not what they did was real or not because they were so chill with it and everything Mm -hmm. and like i don't know they were like pre-teens they probably didn't think they they just thought they were having fun they didn't probably didn't think that deep about it
1: probably not they probably didn't realize what they were sort of creating a woman Mm -hmm. named ruth brandon made a book called spiritualists that are about them and mm-hmm. she did a bunch of, like, really hardcore research, which is interesting that she could even find research on them because they feel like they're just not spoke about. And Leah, one of the sisters, essentially, she claims, exploited her other two sisters by sort of found- founding a new religion in the name of what they were kind of creating, right, essentially? Yeah. Leah
0: was the eldest. She was about 30 at the time when... Uh, This all occurred, and she was married and living in uh, Rochester, I think it was, uh, New York. And that's actually where they end up leaving. Basically, it got too hectic at their house in Heightsville. Um, Probably more of dealing with people wanting to experience this than anything else. So they left, hoping that whatever was haunting that cabin would stay there. But when they went to Rochester, it, it just kind of followed them. And everything and Leah I think saw this opportunity of like, hey, we can make some money out of this because there are obviously people who want to see this, want to experience this, and we we now can charge them and everything.
1: So literally you're talking eighteen forty eight, about mm-hmm. March I think it said online, where yeah when it started, when, when they started communicating with the dead. By November fourteenth of eighteen forty nine, so like literally like a year and a half later, if that Mm. That's when they start creating like they've literally become famous at this point. And they're doing like public events of demonstrations with their ghosts, essentially, where yeah. they are communicating publicly. Is that crazy? You guys, 1849. It's almost like a paranormal freak show. They're literally selling tickets to mm. like demonstrate they're like their paranormal abilities this is amazing this is freaking amazing because you know in 1849 you think that so people have always had a fascination with the other side that tells me mm-hmm. everybody's always like whether you're scared of it or not there's an interest
0: oh yeah because it you also have to remember there has been there's been wars there's been famine there's there's been great changes just in the United States I mean the US alone was still pretty new country itself like it was still the the revolution war wasn't there were probably people still who remember knowing people from the revolution war so like all this was still new and fresh and then you have this coming around and i this is what i find fascinating with the spiritualism movement is um like we were talking before it's like the idea of women talking publicly was very like taboo like you didn't do that you didn't talk, speak in public as a woman really it was now didn't mean that it didn't happen it was just no, well you almost let's just that. be
1: real you had to kind of have permission from your husband to to have an opinion
0: you were yeah, really required to public. walk yeah you
1: were really required to walk in a shadow really not till the female oh. movement honestly
0: well that was one of the biggest things with the the when the women's movement first started was the idea of like when you were met ma- when you got married you kind of stopped existing because you were now Mrs. John Smith. Mm -hmm. You, you lost your identity because now you were your husband's Mm -hmm. um, identity and everything. And everything you did would have to go through him, Mm -hmm.
1: your money, your property, everything. And I mean, remember at this time, let's be real. If you disobeyed your husband in any way that you would become a, public embarrassment whatever that means by what you said did or didn't do he could literally claim you as an insanity and throw you in the insane asylum i yeah, mean literally like yeah you would, it wouldn't matter if it was a lie or not even if he lied and said you were crazy he could lock you away permanently in the asylum if you cl- if you complained as a woman married to your husband that your period cramps hurt too bad they would lock you in an asylum for having too bad of period cramps. That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Um, it was the part of the body that wasn't talked about. It well yeah. Um, Shame on you for claiming pain in your uterus. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, you know? That thing that
0: doesn't exist. Well, and the thing is like y'all said look, like a, a woman when she first she was under the the um, property of her father and then mm-hmm. if her father pass it be whatever whoever was the next man in the house who could most likely like either be her brother or her uncle mm-hmm. next patriarch of the house and then when she got married she was moved from that to now her husband's property and what? so what? <laughs> yes one. but here's the thing i find interesting with spiritualism you had this was a definitely very women heavy or movement mm-hmm. and a lot and now, granted, they try to make out like, oh, because it was in the women's sphere and women are nurturing, loving, caring. That's why they have a greater connection with spirits and blah, blah, blah. But because with the whole game around like a woman talking in public, with the whole trans medium part, with the whole channeling spirits, it was now considered okay because when they were talking on stage, it wasn't technically them talking. It was spirits
1: talking
0: on stage and i feel like when people benefit
1: like the audience is benefiting off of you know talking to uncle joe schmoe from kokomo that died because they're benefiting off of it suddenly it's okay it's
0: okay yeah no it was okay now because it wasn't really the woman who was talking it was whatever spirit and actually this is in some ways where people feel like there was possibility that a lot of mediums might have utilized this to actually speak their mind and speak their ideas but they may sound like oh it wasn't it's not me it's my my guide Mm -hmm. or the spirits who think this and it's very interesting how a lot of these spirits had very similar ideas to like the women's movement or reforming or suffragettes and everything and it's like strangely lining up really well but it gave them a moment to actually speak their own mind, but they were like, it's not me. It's the spirits talking. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying this. They're saying this and they're like, Oh, it's okay. She, she doesn't know what she's talking about. It's the spirits talking.
1: Well, also though, you have to think, you know, obviously they're doing public events. They also did private events where they would communicate with the dead, which let's be real. That was probably some really good money at that time. Women had two jobs. Well, maybe three technically you could be a nurse, you could be a teacher, or you could be a stay-at-home mother, and that was it. That was your options.
0: Or well, you could even be even in the eighteen forties, nursing was still a kind that's, of yeah. That's what
1: I mean. But or gray you, area. Or you could be a prostitute. Literally, that would be the mm-hmm. only ender, you know entrepreneurial. I've said in the past that probably would have been me because I'm definitely not going to be a housewife. You know what I'm saying. So Mm. for them to get this spiritual movement going, and they actually probably had a decent living off of it and wages, it was probably, like, grand. It was probably grand for them. They probably were like, great, I don't have to live in the box of society's rules at this point.
0: Well, it's interesting because even though it gave them some freedom, they still had limitations, like, and with the the charging and everything like doing private events which was probably very lucrative and everything oh, i bet i think they got around that idea of charging everything where on one hand people would have been like oh my god i'm, I'm working but it was probably seen as a higher calling mm-hmm. to be doing this yeah. though that's okay yeah. because this is a higher calling and you're doing this for the greater good of others they would probably more likely, instead of like a salary, they would, it'd be more like they it, would have patrons. It was probably almost more for them.
1: priestly, almost, don't you think, in a way of
0: like. Because well, they were usually almost like, like you know, they were looked at as these like virginal holy beings nude. of like. Oh my, <laughs> and that put, uh, I think that probably put a lot of pressure on them because you see later with the Fox sisters. Mm-hmm. The publicity and the media and, and just being basically on performance twice or seven, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if them walking around and people were like, oh my gosh, the Fox sisters, can you talk to my like, dead aunt or something? Yeah. Unfortunately, I drove them to the drink. Yeah. like it, And they were still pre-teens when this started, so they grew up dealing with this. And it wasn't the line something line. they could... Yeah. yeah, basically, like, like kid celebrities and
1: everything. And, well, yeah, we all, we've all seen what happens to the Disney stars. My God, you know what I mean? Don't ever put your kid in acting because it just messes them up. But similar, I mean, you literally would... <laughs> Sorry, Elsie's like, what? Um, you have these kids that are, like, thrown into the limelight. They're probably also, like you said, as, as much good as there is, there's also bad publicity, you know, when you're in the... Forefront of, of an audience and on newspapers and whatever else, and it probably so you got had believers. Them. Mm-hmm.
0: But then you, like I said, you had the skeptics, you had the scientists who were trying to disprove them, and they put them through many different tests to try to prove that they were faking it. That was very embarrassing to them. I mean, they tied them to chairs, they tied their legs to the chair legs. They now, granted, they were they never crossed the lines of ever actually really, of. Uh, Touching or anything because that would like propriety and everything. But they would have, I think women would like, they would have the women put them behind curtains and they would check their clothes and check to see. And it was like very embarrassing being put through these tests. But they also had to go through these tests to continue to prove, like, no, no, we're not faking, we're doing it. See if if you have our legs there arms tied down you still gain wraps and knocks and everything and but i could see that just being
1: just a lot of stress which is so stupid because if you're a paranormal investigator and you're asking an energy to make noise what mm. good does it do if my leprechaun foot is loose
0: <laughs> you know what i'm saying
1: well, like for well, god's because sake Because a lot of
0: them are figuring like okay they must be like cracking or popping Joints or something are making noises. We'll, we'll just tie them down so they can't do that and make noise. And it's just. it It's just very. It's sad to see like they were subjecting these. People to it. Now, granted, yes, it, the medium should be. I think it was always it's good to question. But I think it was more like. Hardcore. No, we think you're just faking it and we're going to prove it no matter what. It's like, OK, now you're going to look
1: straight. Well, I and mean, this is interesting, and I have a lot to say on this, but I'm going to be careful with what I say. Um, okay. This sort of started another movement. So you have like this, you know, it's sprung to movements. People that are understanding, cool, we can communicate with the dead. So it starts a movement. Mm-hmm. But then there's another side of it where mediums or psychics are now seeing these people make all of this money. And that's now where all these psychics start pop- popping up all over the United States because they're mm-hmm. like, oh, I got to get a piece of the pie. I got to make some money off of this. There's a need. There's a want for it. And then, of course, you know, unfortunately, you're going to get, yes, legitimate ones, but you're going to also get ones that are, you know, frauds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And here we are. I, you know, and here's where I'm going to rant for a second because it was... <sighs> <laughs> I believe in psychic abilities. I believe in mediums 100%. -hmm. I am, you know, I'm very particular with people that I'm willing to exchange my energy with if they do have those abilities. But there's something that has just been getting on my nerves lately. And it's it's on our TikTok. So our TikTok is blowing up. It's doing really well. I've also, if you're not on our TikTok, I am now posting miniature um, psb7 sessions i just started that like three or four days ago and they're going really well um oh, yeah. but what I, what we're getting now is this same comment from people that is hey ghost girl diaries psychic medium here I, I'm here to correct you what you said or did or blah, blah, blah. And it just oh. makes me cringe so bad. Not that Please. I don't believe in mediums. I do. I believe that some mediums are legitimate, but there's something about when someone introduces themselves as, Hey, psychic medium here. It just makes me want to gag myself with Satan's pitchfork. You know what I mean? Like it, I, does. it, it does. i oh, just God. I mean, <laughs> So, like, I I swear, it's like, so
0: it doesn't matter if it's online or apparently in a parking lot, you'll have the random medium. It is. And I'm like, should
1: I block that word next on TikTok? Like, I don't want to, but it's
0: like. Wait, have they been like, wait, I can cleanse you for like 500? No. Have they they
1: offered you anything? No, but I, (laughs) by the way, after we did that stream, one of my friends calls me and she goes, hey, I was at Walmart. And she's in Colorado, by the way. She didn't see so, my stream, but she's like, this psychic came up to me, and she wanted to give me a reading, and I was like, please tell me you didn't do it. Oh, hell no. She's like, oh, I did, I did it. And I was like, why did you do that? So she's like, I don't know, it just made me feel better. I was like, how much did you pay? She was like, $75. I was like, oh, God. No. And then And then I was like, don't, I was like, I don't know what she's going to do. So she but got like, off light a bit. <laughs> I said, please don't give her more money. She calls me the next day, and the psychic said, after her reading, she needed a cleanse for like four hundred and twenty dollars, and I was like, <sighs> "This is
0: this, this is the problem. This is what this is what gives mediumship and psychics a bad name." Like, I'm sorry, but a medium will not just walk up to you random and go, "I have a message for you." That's not how. No, there is etiquette. There's actually, honestly, etiquette in mediumship and in the psychic field and everything it's like you don't go walk up to random people going like
1: i have a message for you or i'll give you the message yeah oh that's yeah that's (laughs) what happened to me i've had them walk up to me so many times since my mom died it's been horrible i told Mm. you that but this one was like gave me all this information and he was legit and i felt really good afterwards and then he's like okay so that'll be two hundred dollars i'm like
0: like, I didn't ask um, for this. You walked we up to me make an appointment. <laughs> while I was in
1: line. Shop, grocery shopping, buddy. Okay. Mm-hmm. I did not ask you for all this information, but it's true. The same, it's similar going on TikTok where they're like psychic medium here. And then they correct me on like knowledge or like the inner, like the main one that I got it on was, I talked about, um, John Wayne Gacy's, uh, the new house, that was built on the old oh. land because the old the old house was destroyed. So they built a new house. So I had yeah. a discussion going with paranormal investigators. You know, mm-hmm. do you think that the land is haunted because the the new homeowners say there's no activity? Do you really believe that after all the trauma that happened there? And then I have mm-hmm. all these. I'm a psychic medium and I can read the energy you hearing like. Ugh! Uh! 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 I'm sorry, (laughs) just like, go away, like, I don't know, it's just like, be a part of the conversation, I don't, you know what it is, it's that, like, egotistical Mm. attitude of, because I have this ability, I know more than everybody else in this thread.
0: Yeah, don't, don't approach it like that, like, you can say, like, okay, I, I get this sense when I'm watching it that it has this energy, like, Mm. you can approach it that way, but. If you like, you said approach it as if I
1: know all and see
0: all. And but, it's like I call BS.
1: Uh, I just, it's just not right. So just be aware. You know, I do believe that people have abilities, but make sure you're you're using the right ones.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, yeah, and and hmm.
0: well, yeah. Also, on like psychic mediums walking up to you randomly, if if they say if they first ask, I have a message and stuff, but it's one thing and you can be like oh that's great uh, here <laughs> oh that's great <laughs> that's what oh gonna... yeah i mean like um i'm kind of shopping so i probably don't want to hear about this but if they exchange contact information like here's my card i i want to talk to you and everything oh. that's cool because then you can actually like find out what's going on but if they like just like you said jump right into all the information that's like the big red flag of no just, well, just know.
1: And especially in my case, when, my, you know, I was going through so much trauma, like my mother was freaking murdered, like it was mm-hmm. dark, it's still dark, you know what I mean? It, and they sensed it, they knew, like, I'm not doubting their abilities. Yeah, but like, there's also a point where you need to like, balance it out with like human freaking compassion. Like this person's going through some serious trauma, I should mm-hmm. give her a message from her mother just to help her function day to day. Cause there were days I couldn't rather than sit there and be like, Oh, you know, I told you I had this one woman that was like, it'll be $400. And I was like, well, you know, good luck with that. You know what I mean? And she was like, she literally looked at me Elfie and she, she looks me up and down, which by the way, I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't wear like Louis Vuitton for God's sake, but like, she looks me up and down. She's like, you have money, you can afford it. And I was like, it freaking excuse me excuse me oh no 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 this no (laughs) i was like i want to give you the middle finger so bad but we're in public
0: (laughs) we we did not agree to anything we did not get Mm -hmm. it like i did not make an appointment with you it's a shame that you have to warn
1: people (laughs) to be careful and beware you know what i mean it's a shame it's a shame you don't want to energy vampire like you know leeching onto you and and you know like my friend she was gonna pay the 400 dollars the next day and i was like no and then she God tells no. me then she tells me i gave her my credit card number and i was like well what you're gonna do now is get on the phone with your bank cancel your card and dispute the charges idiot you idiot that is the quickest
0: way to be no oh,
1: i know so anyway i'm so sorry i okay, did
0: never give anyone your credit card number but <laughs> let's no. serve that start with that um yeah start with that yeah so but no i i think honestly it's from when you, there have been shows where you have a psychic that's randomly walk up to people like i have a message so i don't know if that gave suddenly people permission like oh i can do that and they'll be fine with it because they'll be like am i on
1: tv well you've cool. worked with chip coffee he's legit yeah. he's real i've seen him live he's real i know he's real you know like i you've worked with michelle right blanchard nope. is it is it michelle blanchard is there her name
0: Michelle Bel- uh, Belanger. Oh, okay.
1: yeah, she's real. She's legit. I mean, yeah, like, they also
0: don't walk up to random yes. people going, like,
1: I have a message. That's what I mean. And then I, to give you that message, I need $835, specifically Venmo me right now. Here's my no. Venmo. What? Uh, it's just shame. You have to be warned. It's just a shame. So it's... physicians got involved with literally trying to, like, debunk these poor girls. Talk about some yeah. trauma. No wonder they became alcoholics. My God.
0: Oh, yeah, and then, like, later on, oh, God, I can't remember where it was, which one of them, basically, uh later on, when she was, like, much older and everything, they denounced it, like, going, like, we faked it, we faked it all, let me show you how we did it, this is how I, like, cracked my toes and everything, and publicly proclaimed, like, this, we faked the whole thing, we were, we were convinced to do this and this is how we did it was just a it started off just a game and then it got serious and everything but then she later recanted that she was like no no uh, it was still real and so i sometimes feel like she was like paid off that there, someone probably went like hey you seem to be struggling let us give you this money and you tell them you faked it hmm. and she probably went with it she's like oh yes
1: sure or she was just burnt out from the publicity and just wanted it all to go away
0: that too i mean like and the thing is even when she did that it didn't stop it spiritualism was way beyond them at that point even her trying to go no no we faked it like everyone was
1: like nah it's too late it yeah it's too late well it's an actual movement it's not even psychic ability not even mediumship ability I think what took it even further was people started contacting the dead themselves. Ouija boards became predominant. Like it became a thing. They started inventing using baby powder and flour on the floor to see if you can contact the spirit, you know, set up items like Elfie said with string to see if it moved the night before. Um, I mean, there were there's doors. I remember they would put like rocks by doors to see if the rock would move. Like there's some real old school ways of doing things. Um, so, I mean, it, it caused a legit movement where people were like, wait a minute, we can contact the other side. I mean, it's crazy for me specifically. I mean, I was already obsessed with paranormal. Like my my aunt's house was haunted growing up. You know, it was um, in our family for generations. The house was built by like my third great grandfather and everyone lived in the house and it was just haunted. Sorry, my dog's barking. And um, they get mad when they're locked out of my office for too long. (laughs) So they yell. Um, They're like, Mom, why don't you let me in? But (laughs) now that my mother has died because she, Mm -hmm. like, you know, I'm an only child and it was just her and I. I have become so obsessed with like the other side. It's probably almost unhealthy at this point, honestly. But like, it's true until you have that connection of just dire need to talk to somebody on the other side. I didn't, I mean, you know, I have friends that died. I've talked about it in my book, Christian died. Like he was like the love of my life. So I have people on the other side, but no one like my mom, you know, like now that my mom's there, I understand the obsession that can be made with people and mankind with saying, Hey, there's something else than this physical world that we're on. There's more to it And how do I get in contact with it? So I can't imagine back in the day when it's first discovered that you can interact, it becomes this widespread obsession.
0: Oh yeah. It it became this huge thing because you also have to remember um, where it started. There was already people creating or splintering into different branches of belief system and everything. And there was already this sense of you, you didn't need a um, authority, a religious authority to speak to the other side, like you could do it yourself. So it was almost like the spiritualism was this perfect storm, because then you have to remember too, later on, it wasn't too much later that the Civil War happened, and there was high mor- mortality rates and everything. So it is, was this perfect storm of people who were grieving, who did want to be able to contact their loved ones. And now there were mediums and there were books on how to do mediumship that was telling you you can talk to them. That There is a way to speak to them now. And then also, I mean, we haven't even gotten into the whole spirit photography thing because photography itself was this new, amazing um, invention and now the idea of like, wait, we can photograph the dead just blew up as well. So this perfect storm of being able to talk to those that were lost in a time when there was such high mor- mortality rates
1: was this perfect thing. That's true. Mortality rates for all kinds of different things, you know. Oh tuberculosis. yeah, tuberculosis. Were... I mean, literally, think mm-hmm. about. It. I mean, people were dying from just STDs because I mean, penicil- penicillin wasn't even invented till after that for sure i can't remember And there was the also
0: very high child mor- mortality rate i mean you were lucky if you
1: reached adulthood honestly. women giving birth death yeah death constantly oh, yeah. yeah i mean hemorrhage man like jesus it's amazing what science has done thank god we're here we're still- and
0: like I said there was a civil war and there were a lot of people who lost loved ones who mm-hmm. they sometimes they didn't even get a proper sending off like they didn't would never get that final closure, but say like a seance or a mediumship or a city now could give them that closure and mm-hmm. everything.
1: Mm-hmm. That's amazing, it's amazing. It's amazing how mm-hmm. far we've come, it's amazing. Women in paranormal are so strong and you know people like this make me proud. I, I, I believe them, I know that they came out later saying that it wasn't tr- real. I, I think that it was either what Elfie said, which was they were just trying to get paid off and move on or they were just mm-hmm. burnt out, but I, I think it was real. I really do. I don't think, you know, they were literally traveling all over doing these. There's no way, and especially oh, at a time where there were kids. Yeah. They were probably were being forced it. to do it too. Well, I mean, they probably enjoyed it to yeah. a point, but you're right. It started out as a game. And then all of a sudden now you are literally financially responsible for your parents Mm-hmm. and uncle John, joe bob who lives in louisiana like i mean they probably had that much money at the time where they were literally taking care of all their extended family and now this like major burden responsibility lays on their shoulders they were probably like i'm done i'm done
0: yeah and like i said you also had to think too that it, they probably did feel like it was a spiritual uh responsibility too it was a a higher calling that they had to to heed to and it wasn't until they later in life I think both of them at least one got married a couple times then one got married and kind of settled down that they some ways just kind of wanted to disappear from the public eye and everything Mm -hmm. and it was not the easiest thing well they rose to fame
1: quickly at a young age and you can't yeah I don't think at that age you can control it I think it's it's in the fate of your elders hands. And unfortunately it's, it's like I said, with Disney stars, their parents are making money off of them. You know, working and acting is fun at some point doing the spiritualism is yeah. fun, but eventually it's going to burn itself out if you don't get a break. And I think you get kind of forced into child labor at some point and it's just too much.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, you have people asking all sorts of questions and,
1: and questions either about loved ones or about like Well, and think about yeah, but think about how depressing that could get after a while too. Of like, and not like at that age, you haven't learned to set boundaries with people or even yourself, Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: now you're talking about these probably like even horrific tales of how people died in like mills. I mean, think about how you get limbs chopped up and bleed to death. Like that. I mean, for a kid, that could get dark really, really quick. Hearing about death constantly.
0: Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, even if, even though back then death was definitely something that everyone was very aware of from early age, I can only imagine hearing one story after another, uh, after another of loss. That would definitely weigh on you after a
1: while. Mm-hmm. And how do you deal with that trauma? Like you, they literally mm-hmm. have trauma building up now and they don't know how to undo it. They're so little. Mm-hmm. It's sad. It's sad. Well, do you have anything else you want to add to this stream? Because I think this is great.
0: No, I, it's it's one of those things where I would definitely say if you're getting into paranoia, and especially like ghost hunting and investigating, I would highly recommend looking into this history and everything because also it gives a lot of good ideas about how the development of investigating started. Like, why do we have the series we have, and I would highly recommend people going for that.
1: Well, and where did it start And comparing it to, like, where we're at now? It's, like, amazing. Oh, it's great. Because I can't imagine living in 1849, and that's crazy. Like, that's just we're like, we're struggling here and it's 2022. Okay. Like, Like, I I like modern medicine. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I I like (laughs) penicillin, you know, like there's certain things you just kind of need, you know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, this is a good stream. This was good. Um, Alfie, thank you as always for joining in with us. We appreciate you so much. Um, one last thing that I just want to tie in. I've had some people complaining about audio levels on YouTube. Okay. Mm. Let's chat about this really quickly because it's a thing <laughs> we are live right now. When I mm. upload this later, it is a raw live file. We are live people. When I download this and upload it as a podcast, I have an audio stabilizer that stabilizes the audio. Okay. If the live sessions bother you, because our audio isn't perfect, because once again, we're live, <clears throat> hint, raw live. Um, then I would suggest watching the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, what we're on like 40 other channels, like literally anywhere there's mm-hmm. a podcast look ghost girl diaries up. Because any
0: that podcast platform, literally
1: any platform, you, the audio will be adjusted. I cannot mm-hmm. control when we're live. When when we're live, I watch comments to make sure, you know, a cat obviously will let me know, you know, if, if audio is messed up, I do the best I can. Mm-hmm. If it bothers you, my suggestion is not leaving me a nasty comment and instead going to a podcast platform and downloading the professional sounding audio okay i think that's good i think i said that nicely without being mean even though i'm snooty just
0: just chill with us during the live broadcast and then watch like listen later on the
1: on the spotify and then you can hear everything exactly you know just yeah we like everybody's chatting cats caught her leprechaun foot out you know what i'm saying
0: Oh, God. <laughs> She's like,
1: don't get me started. I have phantom pains, okay? <laughs> Jesus.
0: Let I me just say
1: Kat has very delicate feet, okay? And I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Elfie spit. I don't know why her foot is so delicate. However, um, it crunched in a really bad way. And it just, it sounded really bad. Like honestly. something heavy just like dropped oh, on it. Like it that. was like, it was bad. That's like, I, no I told do. you, it, like you're tired. It's like four in the morning. We've been investigating and I'm completely convinced it was a leprechaun. I swear. <laughs> Woo! No, I was not on drugs. So that's why Crystal doesn't do drugs because we don't want to know what she is like on drugs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if she's sober and thinks she touched a leprechaun, It would be a really big concern if I was under the influence. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I get high on life. That's enough. But anyway, guys, thank you so much for tuning in with us. We had so much fun. Please follow us on TikTok. I want to hear your opinions on the new Spirit Box sessions. I am going to upload those uh, miniature videos um to the the new youtube channel the new youtube channel cuz we're still trying to build it and i think if they go well which they are i might do a little bit longer sessions for the new youtube channel if that's something you guys are interested in um like maybe 5 to 10 minute videos of spirit box but i need to hear from you guys on youtube and on you know tiktok because I don't want to do anything, any kind of content you guys don't want to see. I want to do stuff you guys want to see. You know what I mean? Um, but so far, people are like, what do you, do you like the spirit box sessions? What do you think about it?
0: Oh, I've been enjoying it. Mostly just because I love seeing the new tech and everything and seeing it tried out. And, and, and it's just, it's, it's a fascinating, You like you said, you just get a little chunk. And I think that works great great right, because like if you listen for too long it it definitely becomes a lot of noise but the little chunk is like perfect
1: yeah i'm so. doing like 30 seconds i think 30 seconds yeah. or less is really good I'm, I'm trying to just get like two or three questions answered per session mm. i think that's enough just a little blurb oh, yeah. you know what i mean a little blurb well also
0: it gets people really familiar with the tech and everything and how it's used and whatnot honestly also, also how the, what questions do you ask
1: and that's another reason I want people to comment, too, is like, what do you want to know? Do you want me to ask a question for you? A lot of people, though, are asking me to connect with their deceased loved ones. And I'm not the Fox sisters, unfortunately. Um, I'm not going to be I, I I will never there's two things I'll never say that I can do, which is channel a loved one or like communicate with one of your loved ones. And I also don't like the people online that say that they're connecting with deceased celebrities um I don't know
0: what you talk about yeah Yeah. I, I
1: don't like that I don't I don't agree with it and I don't like it um because you just don't now my guides i talk to them all the time I know their voices they're familiar to me I set boundaries I know who I'm allowing in in my house in my spear box you know what I mean um, mm-hmm. but yeah, so a lot of people, they've been like, can you ask for my Auntie Emma? And I'm like, no, I can't. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know who Auntie Emma is. And I, I would never claim to be able to do that. That's, that's wrong. And mm-hmm. I would never claim to be able to, to connect with Bob Sag. That's also wrong. Am I wrong? I mean, right. Elfie? That,
0: that that's yeah. I mean, and the thing is, is like, everyone's like oh my god like yeah and like no there's still people and there's still people grieving mm-hmm. over the loss and i don't think they want to see that it's like don't do that it's
1: too um, soon it's too soon kids too soon also oh, and then way too soon then someone was like can you actually connect with john wayne gacy why would i want to talk to john wayne gacy let's be why would i want to talk to to manson would you get out of it
0: that's that's the other thing what what would you get out of it it's just that, Feels more like, oh,
1: yay, just to be. I don't know. That's a no. That's a strong. That's a no. That's a no, I don't want to. Thanks. <laughs> Do you want John Wayne Gacy in your house? Okay, that's what I thought. um So, anyway, yeah, follow us on social media. TikTok's going really well. Um, we should have hopefully a new video up this weekend. Really short. It's, I have a new session that's going to be coming out called, uh, it's a really short video, little vlogs called um, Ghost Girls Dreams. Which is essentially my guides coming to me in dreams, wanting me to give that's you guys cool. information. Yep, so my first episode will drop um, probably tonight or tomorrow. It's a short one. It's under 10 minutes. My, my new videos are going to be short, but that's okay. So yeah, anytime mm-hmm. I have I have these vivid dreams, you wouldn't believe. Elfie's heard some of my dreams. They're unbelievably vivid. Oh, yeah. And I'm writing them down, and my guides... In fact, the spirit box sessions on TikTok were not my idea. Those were from my guides. My guides told me to do that. And I was not... I was very hesitant. I was very, like, you know what I mean? I was Are like, Are you sure? Yeah, I was like, oh. And then, like, I've had some people badmouth my guides on, and it, then I get really defensive oh. over my guides, you know? And I'm like, ah. Yeah. So, but I, I'm like, They're like, calm down, it's fine. And I'm like, I'm not fine. Like, <laughs> Jesus, you know? So. <laughs> no yeah but so no. I'm, but yeah they're giving me a, you know they want me to like pass this information on so yeah ghost girl dreams oh. will be coming up and um just advice on how to be a paranormal better paranormal investigator so i feel like this new channel is sort of taking um heightened of the old channel was literally like paranormal film lessons with crystal right this new channel is like elevating your spirituality to make you a, the best paranormal investigator that you can be. I mean, we're going to be talking about like Dolores Cannon and like some of these spiritualists and movements too. And Elfie has all her like little occultists that she loves because she loves <laughs> her research and Kat and I just do weird shit. You know, it's just who we are. Her leprechaun foot is sounds, always sounds there.
0: like, you're just like, you're doing weird shit in the back. It's like, <laughs> I'm trying to talk about this occult stuff. That's very serious.
1: You know it's it's funny though because we were watching some of the footage back of the the feature film that we shot. Obviously, the documentary and Elfie, um, you know, did all of the post production work as far as uh, like marking and labeling you know paranormal evidence, which is just an insane job in itself. Thank you, Elfie. My God, <laughs> um, but you know, Elfie had told us one, wow, you guys got some amazing evidence, like shit I've never seen before, and two. She was like, "You guys are hilarious when you're investigating together." Because we did a couple of things. Like, Cat even replayed it back last night. I don't. We don't even remember when okay. we're doing this stuff. Were well, you that delirious at that point? Oh my god, we're on. You know, we're we're filming in this haunted graveyard, and like we're saying, like like we're we're it's kind of cool because paranormal is so serious. Like it is dark. You know, you're dealing with the dead. Like it is dark and it is scary. And I, it is kind of cool that we bring in some humor. I feel like that's like a different spin that people haven't done before.
0: You kind of have to have humor in this field because like you said, it is so dark sometimes where it's just like, no, really, you got to laugh sometimes or you'll cry. And I think that's sometimes missed in TV because they're like, it's serious. Be serious.
1: I'm like, and uh, no, it's not that serious. It's not that serious, especially when they want to interact with you back or when Kat and I are like, don't remember saying weird shit, you know what I'm saying? So especially when they get sassy with you, it's like, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not a demon. It's it's Captain Sassy Pants over there. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Once again, make sure you're following us on social media. Make sure you're um, subscribed to our new YouTube channel. You can find all of that at ghostgirldiaries.com. When you subscribe to the new YouTube channel, make sure that you turn notifications on because that is a new little option that they have with subscribers. And uh, yeah, next week it'll be Kat and I. I think we're talking like star seeds or something weird. Kat and I always pick these like really weird outlandish topics and uh it's always
0: fun to hear you guys talk about it no no
1: more (laughs) ayahuasca okay like we (laughs) oh my god so many people were messaging us on twitter like they were like that was the most hilarious stream like i have ever heard in my life like she's stuff is coming out
0: both ends it's like wait
1: what (laughs) well you know we just wanted to paint a picture you know (laughs) thank you guys yes
0: you painted a very
1: detailed (laughs) (laughs) oh my god thank you guys so much for everything make sure you download this podcast it will be available tomorrow um you know and as